everyone watches more than five hours of television. Really? And that's not counting mobile viewing. Get Dish TV and make that time worth it. With Dish, you can get hundreds of channels, access to all kinds of sports, tons of movies, premium channels, and more. Another thing that's really cool with Dish is you can watch most of your favorite shows on your mobile device anywhere for a lot less than cable. Yes, that's right. We are asking you to watch more TV and not less TV, but make it better television with Dish this time, anytime, anywhere. So call right now and learn how easy it is to save on your television bill and get the most out of your TV viewing experience. Dial that number and I promise you we're here waiting for your call because we want to save you money and give you better television. We are Dish TV. 800-293-0328 That's 800-293-0328 Welcome back. Welcome, excuse me, to Sports Econ 101. I already thought we were in the second segment, but we're still in the first segment here. Uh, Sports Econ 101, the show where we discuss sports topics from a business perspective. I'm your host, Edward Brown, along with my co-host, Russell Jackman. At each commercial break, we're going to ask a sports trivia question. And again, in honor of uh, Mr. Russell Jackman, we know how much he loves basketball. So it's called Trees in the NBA. Mm, I think okay. you can figure out what that means. All right. Rollins. Um, obviously, we're going to talk a lot about Mr. Rollins. Yes, of course. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see here. So uh, a few things. Um, I, these are just kind of all over the board. But uh, when we get back, I want to talk a little bit about what was the deal about Greg Popovich grabbing a mic and telling the fans to stop booing. Uh, then there was Tom Brazy criticizing the NFL for becoming, quote, mediocre. And then um, Alex Smith giving him a lunch. Alex Smith, what? Alex Smith Alex gave Smith, uh, a shot back at Tom Brady for what he said. Ah. Okay, we'll we'll get into that in the next segment. Uh, are the A's still the uh, the A's fans still trying to disrupt uh, the move to to Las Vegas? I don't know. Uh, that a question. question. Yeah, and then uh, the most recent thing that just happened, Jimmy G going back to the Patriots. Holy smokes. Um, also want to ask Russell how he did on his fantasy football. Uh, don't no, say anything no. yet. No, no, don't say anything. We'll, we'll we'll tease the audience with that. We'll find out how you did uh, on the next uh, week. And then, uh, interesting, um, I happened to be thinking about Barry Sanders um, and uh, saw a little uh, uh, documentary on him. And it kind of sort of kind of, Backed up what I thought, which was kind of uh, interesting. Um, back to the reason we were talking about Barry Sanders is at Thanksgiving, uh, there was a, a friend of mine who we had uh, Thanksgiving with who came from Detroit. So he was a big Barry Sanders fan. Okay. All right. Stay with us. You're listening to Sports Econ 101. Don't touch that dial. We're going to be right back. The Mount View Hotel and Spa in lovely Calistoga is turning back rates to a time when staying in Napa Valley was more affordable. 
Throughout the summer, you can book direct and apply our 15% True Blue discount and lounge by the pool, treat yourself to a spa experience, or watch a classic movie at sunset. All for just $395 per night for weekend stays or $295 per night for weekdays. Call 707-942-6877 or book online at mountviewhotel.com using discount code TRUB. Offer good through September 30th, 2023. That's mountviewhotel.com using discount code TRUB to take advantage of our 15% True Blue discount and stay for just $395 per night for weekend stays or $295 per night for weekdays. That's mountviewhotel.com. Attention business owners, how can you attract 22,000 new customers? How can you generate 10% in new sales? By accepting iTex dollars for sales in the cashless marketplace, your business can access an exclusive cashless distribution channel, attract new customers, and generate new sales. Barbara Hill says, iTex has been one of the best things I've ever done for my business. It brings me business I would never reach with any other marketing. It's simply the best cashless marketplace around. iTex will change the way you look at money. Members increase sales, conserve cash, and utilize a new distribution channel by using iTex dollars to transact business. iTex is the leading marketplace for cashless business transactions across North America. Our members processed more than $300 million in transactions last year. The fact is, iTex dollars work. Isn't it time they started working for you? To register, visit itex.com, promo code 408408, or call 408-504-8404. Five for more information. Six friends, one outrageous idea, and a chance to make their dreams come true. Transcendence Theatre Company invites you to go The Full Monty, Broadway's hit musical comedy. July 28th through August 20th at Beltane Ranch in Sonoma Valley. You'll see why an evening at Transcendence is the best night ever. The Full Monty in Wine Country. Get your tickets now at bestnightever.org. Mountain Mike's Pizza in San Rafael is open for both takeout and delivery. So if you want pizza the way it ought to be, call us at 415-454-4300 or go to mountainmikesanrafael.com and order online. You can either pick up your fabulous pizza or we can deliver it to you. Our dough and shredded cheese are made fresh daily. So call 415-454-4300 or go to mountainmikesanrafael.com and order your pizza. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. I'm Edward Brown along with Russell Jackman. All right, uh, first thing, first thing. hey, how did your fantasy team do? Hmm. <laughs> just, just awful. I lost this week. I'm now 4-8, so my season is completely over. So, you know, there's no way for me to, to, to come back and make any kind of a miracle kind of uh, – even if I win the next three games, I'm still going to wind up being under 500. I lost this week to a team – and I lost by nearly 20 points to a team that didn't start a quarterback. <laughs> Their quarterback was on IR. They didn't replace him, and I still lost. And and at that point in time, you just take the horse out back, you know, yeah. dot dot dot, <laughs> shoot it, send it to oh. the blue. Flag. No, it's 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 uh, you know, better luck next year. Um, yeah. You know, I it, but with only four wins, it really 
disturbs me that I was only able to accomplish that much. I, I things went downhill when I lost Kirk Cousins. I had Kirk Cousins and I had uh, Nick Chubb, and those two guys got hurt for the season, and I really wasn't able to replace them. By the way, I want to mention that last night was maybe yeah. one of the least interesting football games I've ever watched. Well, except would, for all the uh, turnovers. I, even then, I just I had it on, and I was so, so disinterested in what yeah. both of those teams were doing. And I, it reminds me of the one time I watched a Monday night football game on the East Coast. I've only watched one Monday night football game in my life on the East Coast, and it was the Colts against the Jets. And it was the final score was nine to six. There you and go. It, it was three to three at halftime, or maybe it was six to six at halftime. And, and I remember falling asleep, like because the game starts at nine o'clock. Yeah, when yeah. You're on the East Coast, and that's that for us West Coasters is a complete difference in reality when you have Monday Night Football starting at nine instead of six, and by halftime i just couldn't keep my eyes open it yeah. was it was so dull so boring i i feel bad for sometimes for the people on the east coast they got to stay up yeah. really late to well, watch some the games start, they uh they used to start at six o'clock don't they start earlier now Five twenty. okay well i it's mean not, that helps a little bit that much of a difference and you know for a game that goes slow and if there's uh, you know, injury timeouts or anything like that. Oh, yeah. I mean, the end of the game could be around midnight. Uh, well, just remember, Justin Jefferson of the Vikings, he doesn't care about your fantasy team. He's he's more uh, interested in his health. Isn't that selfish yeah. of him? And that's also what the coach for Atlanta has done. I don't know if you've heard about that at all, where no. he was saying, like, he's making moves with uh, uh, Bijan Robinson that make no sense whatsoever. And when, when asked why he does it, you know, by not playing his star running back as much as he could, or one time he held him out for the whole game except for one play, which would then mean that anyone who had a fantasy guy, would he wouldn't get a substitute. You'd still get the, like, one play for four yards, and that's all your player would get. And his quote was like, I don't want fantasy fans telling me what to do. I'm smarter than fantasy fans. So if I, you know, choose not to play a guy, you know, that's because it's because I want to send a message to fantasy fans that they don't run the team I do. Well, wait, and, you, you don't, you don't play, you don't, you don't play your players to send a, a message to, to, you play your players, whether, you know, to try to just win or, you know, or, or win a game or look it up, look it up. I believe you. I'm just saying that that's, that's kind of stupid that you don't purposely do something to uh, so they say, I'm going to just show the fans that I'm in charge. I mean, that's kind of kind of a stupid way to, to coach. Well, he probably won't be coach after this year. So, you know, I, I think the message has been sent to everyone that, you know what, make fantasy fans happy because they're the ones that are actually your bosses, to be honest with you. Fantasy football is what drives the league. It, it makes it bigger than anything else. That, I mean, fantasy is not big in basketball, and it's not big. In, it was big in baseball, but it's kind of faded away, and it's a fever yeah. pitch for the NFL. And that's mainly because you only have one game a week, so you can really uh, 
that's uh, true. That's the reason. Yeah, you don't have to. With baseball and with basketball, you have to stay on it every day, pretty much. Yeah, you know, no, that's a, that's a very that's a very good point. The thing, you know, it's you just kind of wonder how much you know. Quote the mob gets involved. You know, sort of like what they did with boxing. If they're going to get involved with fantasy football, you know, because there's so much money in it uh, to kind of uh, you know pay off a coach to 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 do what he's I think done. The NFL is very aware of that, and they realize what it would damage the product so much if that happened. And I also think the mafia doesn't want that much attention. I was just talking about that with a friend of mine, you know, because we're thinking, you know, with all these teams moving to Vegas, you know, is yeah, the mob yeah. involved in any of that? And I just think that, the, you know, mob makes money in so many other ways that are low profile and they don't want to get, get caught with their hands in the cookie jar in something that big. So I think they'll always be kind of involved in gambling, but on the side and not try to, you know, influence what actually happens in the game itself. Because don't be surprised. I mean, you know, when, when there's a lot of money on the table, you just don't know. I mean, it's very easy for a coach to, you know, not put a player in for, you know, reasons of saying, yeah, he, you know, he, 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 his health, you know, and, and I, I mean, I can easily see a player, uh, kind of saying, yeah, you know what, my ankle hurts, and you know, I got hurt on this play. That's really easy to do. And that, if the that NFL happen. found that was happening um, and didn't do anything about it, it would destroy the product. It would destroy well, true, the, true. the product. But that—that's pretty. That's you know, it's so easy to, to to like go out of a game at least for a number of plays because you know, going into the blue tent uh, for for something. Talk to and, Rose and, about how easy it is. Yeah, well, he, yeah, I mean, he he bet on he bet on his team to win. I bet uh, I bet you he bet on his team to lose. I'm I'm yeah, willing. So that, I'm that, willing yeah, to, you know what? Yeah, you're you're right. You're right. Even though he said he's never done that, he's a he's a chronic liar. He's a chronic liar. He's already been proven to lie. And what else? If he bet on his team to win. He probably would have admitted it and been allowed into the Hall of Fame. But the fact that he had to admit, had to take a lifetime suspension from the Hall of Fame shows that he probably did something much worse than just bet on his team to win. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. We we Years ago, we had a guest on and we were talking about this. And, and I originally had said, well, what's the big deal about if you bet on your team to win, if, if you bet on your team to lose? But this guy yes. brought up. Interesting point, though. He said, <clears throat> he said, the thing is, if you bet on your team to win, you might, you know, take all of your starters, let's say, and and uh, uh, position them, uh, you know, to use all of them in one game just to win that sure. game. And you're messed up for the for the next few days. And I thought well, that's, harder that's, to, point. that's harder to do. It's hard to guarantee that you're going to win a game, but it's very yeah. easy. To guarantee that you'll lose a game if you're uh, absolutely, yeah. No, I mean, and, and and Pete Rose was proven to be a guy that liked to take the easy way out when he was coach, and that he that he wasn't to be trusted. And so, uh, until he's willing to admit that he bet on on his team to lose, which I believe is what happened, I don't uh-huh. want him in the Hall of Fame. Wow. Mr. Strict. <laughs> or, or I, you know, I've always thought there should be a Hall of Fame, but they should be on the corridor to the bathroom. There should be the Hall of Shame. And, and in the urinal, there should be like the pictures 
of the really well, worst of Start going really. back in time to some of these players who. Yeah, no, you should just Ty Cobb in the bathroom. Barry Bonds in the bathroom. Mark McGuire should be in the bathroom. Why well, do think um, Mark McGuire should be in the Hall of Fame, even though he hit a lot of home runs? Whether well, or not he could he put him in the Hall of Fame. But if you put him in the Hall of Shame towards the bathroom. Well, okay, gotcha. But I mean, even if, let's say, a real Hall of Fame. Hey, let's get to our break here. We got a, a trivia yeah, question yeah. here. Okay, we're talking about the NBA trees. All right. I was born in Mr. Nigeria. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I was born in Nigeria. I went to the University of Houston and then was drafted uh, with the Houston Rockets first overall. One of the two twin towers, I helped the Rockets to win back to back NBA titles. I was the first player in history to be awarded a season MVP, Defensive Player of the Year, and NBA Finals MVP all in the same season. Who am I? Stay with us. Sports Econ 101. I'll be right back. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800-811-7913. 800-811-7913. That's 800-811-7913. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on creditworthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. One out of two Americans thinks their life is worthy of a book. Here's another startling stat. You may be one of the 15% of people who bothered to start your book and one of the 6% that got halfway through it, but your gem of an idea likely died. Or did it? Some published authors are making significant money. So join the ranks of the successful people that finish their books with help from Dorrance Publishing. Call right now and our experienced editors and writers will explain to you what it's going to take to get your book completely written, published, and then taken to market to sell it. 
It's a free consultation, so call right now. Find out how much time and money it takes to finally get that book idea of yours published. Make your dreams happen. Call Doran's Publishing right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. I'm Edward Brown, along with Russell Jackman. Our first trivia question, NBA tall trees, as they say. Uh, I was born in Nigeria. I went to the University of Houston and then was drafted uh, with the Houston Rockets first overall. One of the two twin towers, I helped the Rockets win back-to-back NBA titles. I was the first player in history to uh, be awarded uh, season MVP Defensive Player of the Year and MVP Finals MVP in the, all in the same season. Who am I? You know the answer. Probably the most underrated player in the history of basketball. The dream. Akio. Who? Akio. Akeem Olajuwon. Yeah, Akio. <laughs> that was my nickname for him. Akeem Olajuwon, yes. Uh, I think he's the most underrated player in NBA history. Yeah, I think you know, I think that most people forget what a really great player he was. Yeah, and you know you have people talking about how great LeBron James is and and how great uh, 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 you know um, uh, Web Mignogna is. Well, and, and, he and just started, but <laughs> I know I you really you got to look at a guy like Elijah at least for that two year period when he won those back-to-back titles, he played yeah. about as well as any player had ever played in the history of the NBA. Well, well that's why he won all those MVPs in the same season. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Good. All right, uh, moving and on. I will also yeah. forget that his first title was interrupted by the O.J. Simpson chase. 1994. Yeah, but his first title was interrupted. When he was, he was, okay, so I remember the chase, the the the, the white Bronco. Um, when you say it was interrupted, did they? You mean the the finals was going on and they stopped? Yeah, the yeah, they did a split screen where they were showing out oh, right. as he was driving down the one the the four hundred five freeway or the five freeway or something like that, maybe the one hundred one, and and at the same time, you know, uh, uh, Patrick Ewing and and and. Uh, 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 Elijah Wong, we're Oh, it's funny. I forgot about that split screen. I do remember it was the yeah. slowest police chase in history, though. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it, it'll always be uh, intertwined. So, yeah. And uh, boy, what a boring uh, chase that was. <laughs> you know, Yo, it sure just, was. Just, you know, I mean, I guess they, they just didn't know it was going to happen. And then eventually just kind of drove home and, and all that. Um, Okay, moving on here. So there's a hint that Barry Sanders retired at the top of his game because the Lions were always uh, bad as a team when he played. So, you know, it kind of deems uh, demoralizing. Um, there seems demoralizing. You know, um, that's kind of a good question. If you if, if you get a chance, I think you'd like the, uh, uh, if you haven't seen it yet, uh, the Barry Sanders, uh, the, the documentary on him. Try, I'm trying to remember what, it, what it's what the name of it was but if you look it up on netflix or something you'll find it um and uh to me i mean he was the most exciting to watch you know before him you know watching oj was was the best and then uh suddenly barry sanders comes 
And, uh, you know, he's sort of chasing on the heels, so to speak, of OJ. And, uh, boy, I tell you, some of those runs he had, it was just, it, it, it defied logic. <laughs> well, I would, you know, the thing that I wonder about is why, unlike nowadays, where guys demand a trade from a crappy team yeah. to a better team, why he didn't say, trade me to, you know, I, I will sit out this season unless you trade me. And we, of course, we've seen how that worked spectacularly well for Le'Veon Bell. That just yeah, really yeah. made his career. Okay, so when, you, so when you when you watch the documentary, I think that part will probably come into play because uh, he was like one of 11 children and his dad seemed like a really good role model from the standpoint of, you know, just like, do you know the the old uh, like when you make a touchdown bit act like you've been there before type of thing? I mean, he never spiked the ball; he just kind of handed it to the to the ref. And he was never uh, about his own records, you know, to, to be able to to beat this red guy's record or that guy's record. I mean, he would sit down. He just he he seemed like he didn't really want the attention. And again, I think that's a lot of it from his upbringing. Um, and so that's probably why, you know, I mean, I'll bet if he asked his dad, hey, should I should I stay out a year and demand a trade? His dad would put a slap him across the face, probably. Well, but I'm also surprised that another team didn't say, you know, Detroit, we're going to give you an offer you can't refuse, like yeah. the way that the Herschel Walker deal and just say, you know, yeah. a team that was contending but needed a running back. And there were a lot of teams like look oh, at sorry. like the Dan Marino um uh uh, uh oh yeah offense. yeah you had mark duper and mark clayton but the, the and no running game no running they game. tell me who the running back was during that time that's a you know that's a that's a good point they because they came so close um, right if it had a top-notch running back they probably would have won at least one title yeah but they there, didn't yeah, to Washington, they lost to the Niners big time, but but they lost to Washington because of Riggins, that that explosive uh, running running game. You know the uh, the yeah, diesel. Yeah, that was yeah. the one thing they were really missing. They also didn't have a really good defense. My, Miami's they, they were just such a offensive first uh, yeah. uh, football team. But they, they that's why the Niners had a much better balance to their um, oh, yeah. team was oh, able yeah, their to defense with Ronnie Lott and, and oh yeah, yeah. No, they, yeah. yeah they, they were they were a powerhouse um, continuing on here Jimmy G Garoppolo back to the Patriots I mean isn't he, and he's injured and it's like what he was he, traded he, I didn't mean, hear that yeah he I just heard uh, yesterday he got traded uh, back to the Patriots and I'm thinking I guess the Patriots are just so low right now. They're, they're probably, they're probably, I bet they've been given a bunch of cash. You know, I, I don't know yeah, how big Jimmy's contract was, but. This is almost as big a statement about the Raiders as yeah. it is about Garoppolo. You know, they sure. were hoping that by picking up Garoppolo, they get themselves a veteran quarterback who would get them into the playoffs. And now they're nowhere near the near. That's the thing is, is, you know, people kept saying, well, you know, I mean, listen, I have nothing personal against Jimmy G. I just don't think he's a good quarterback. Um, and, you know, but they would say, well, look at the, look at the statistics. The 49ers win when they have him, but it, not because of him, maybe in spite of him. So it's like you knew it's like as soon as we got rid of him, that we because we're out here in the Bay Area and we're 49er fans. Uh, as soon as we got rid of him, I was jumping for joy. I, I said, yeah. you know. 
I just he was he was a, a, a good enough quarterback, but not enough that we get you over the edge. In fact, we were going to talk about Tom Brady and his comments. Yeah, because by the way, I mean Garoppolo. What's the furthest pass he's ever thrown? Like forty yards, maybe. Maybe, yeah. Again, I don't mind that he didn't throw far, that he would make about three or four bad decisions a game where he would stand back and just go, why is he throwing that back? Yeah. What's the deal? Or or not throwing it away when he should. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so let's go on. Let's move to Tom Brady. So so Tom Brady criticizing the NFL for becoming, quote, mediocre. And and I'm looking at this and going, okay, well, of course, penalties are too abundant if the players are tackled or hit in the wrong way. You know, it, it's it, it's really kind of unfair to uh, the defensive players. I mean, I was watching the game last night, and there was a roughing the passer called. And when you look at the play, the defensive guy specifically put out his hands to to like almost like a push up type of thing, so that he didn't put all of his body weight on the quarterback, and he still got called. Yeah, well, uh, Alex Smith called out Tom Brady and said, you know, hey, Tom, um, you just played two years ago. So if you're saying that the rules are wrong and make it too easy for quarterbacks to win and that quarterbacks are now less talented than they were uh, and still able to, you know, get huge numbers because of how they're protected. He said, well, you were the one that was protected. And in fact, a lot of the rules yeah. were made to protect you. Yeah, exactly. so, you know, that's true. Yes. You know um, so why are you putting down uh, uh, the, the today's quarterbacks? In fact, he said right now he feels that we're in a golden age because there are so many great defensive backs out there. You know, you do have quarterbacks that are, you know, getting a lot of great yardage and a lot of great strength. And the game is so successful. So, I mean, and you got a lot of of good running quarterbacks. Yeah. But even with all that protection, we've seen a lot of quarterbacks go down this year. Yeah. uh, That's true. Well, again, a lot of these guys are just bigger and stronger than. uh, than, than the than the older uh, uh, guys from years be, before them. Okay, you ready for our next commercial break here, my friend? Yeah. yeah. All right. Talking the NBA trees listed at six foot six officially. I don't think I've ever reached that height. One of my nicknames was the round mound of re of rebound, got and there's something or other. I, I played ball at Auburn. I was drafted by the, the sheriff, also known as the sheriff. The sheriff. The Sheriff. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about that nickname. Uh, drafted by Philadelphia 76ers in 1984. Uh, after Philadelphia, I played with the Suns. Uh, from there, it was to the Houston Rockets. When I retired, I was one of only four players to reach 20,000 career points, 10,000 rebounds, and 4,000 assists. Who am I? All right, that's our trivia question. Stay with us. You are listening to Sports Econ 101. Don't touch that dial. We are going to be right back.
Are you ready for an unforgettable family adventure? Alcatraz Island is calling your name. Discover the history, mystery, and allure of the infamous Alcatraz Island with your loved ones. And the best part? You can enjoy it with a fantastic discount of almost 10% off. Introducing the Alcatraz Family Pack. Two adult tickets and two child tickets for the young explorers aged 5 to 11. It's a package designed to make your family experience even more memorable as you stroll through the historic prison, walking the same corridors as some of the world's most notorious criminals, and enjoying breath taking views of the San Francisco skyline. Don't miss this unique opportunity to create lasting memories with your family while exploring one of America's most iconic landmarks. But the Family Pack is available for day tours only, so plan your visit accordingly. Book today at AlcatrazCityCruises.com and embark on a once-in-a-lifetime adventure to Alcatraz, where history comes alive and memories are made. Terms and conditions apply. Family pack available for day tours only. Visit AlcatrazCityCruises.com for details. The Elk Cove Inn, voted number one of 77 bed and breakfasts in Mendocino County, invites you to explore one of the most romantic boutique hotels on the Northern California coast. This one-of-a-kind ocean view inn is part bed and breakfast, part homestead and sustainable farm. The Elk Cove Inn goes above and beyond to offer a home-away-from-home experience with unpretentious comfort, complete amenities, beautiful gardens and grounds, breakfast in bed, fine dining experience, and a day spa. Be prepared to relax, unwind, and recharge. Our spectacular ocean view rooms and cottages welcome you with a gift basket, champagne, and delicious breakfast. Enjoy the afternoon with a bonfire, wine, cheese, and games. A favorite for romantic getaways, the Elk Cove Inn is also a popular destination for reunions and business gatherings. Go to ElkCoveInn.com for reservations. That's ElkCoveInn.com. Palio Restaurant's been the premier Italian restaurant serving downtown San Francisco since 1990. Palio features fine Italian fare and a Wine Spectator award-winning wine list, so there's no surprise it's been voted Best Italian Restaurant in the SF Weekly this year. Palio has consistently been voted one of the best restaurants in San Francisco by San Francisco locals. Palio's been in business for over 30 years and recently went through a complete remodel. Our guests can expect to receive the same excellence in food and service that has sustained us for over 30 years in a brand new and more modern space. Our 250-plus seat restaurant includes seating in four distinct spaces, making social distancing while dining easy in our establishment. All precautions are taken by staff to ensure a safe dining experience. Open Monday through Saturdays. Reservations are recommended. Visit paliosf.com to view our menus and make a reservation today. Welcome back to Sports Ecom 101. One more time, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Russell Jackman. Our second trivia question, listed at six foot six officially, which he says, he says I don't think I ever reached that height. You know, he's, I guess he just played like a bigger Yeah, but he's reached that width. <laughs> That's why one of his nicknames was Round Mound of, re- of Rebound. I want to say Rebound. Rebound, round mound of rebound, answer something or other. I love that one too. Uh, I played at Auburn, drafted by the 76ers in 1984. Uh, after the 76ers, he played with the Suns, and then he went to the Houston Rockets. Uh, one of only four players to reach 20,000 career points, 10,000 rebounds, and 4,000 assists. Uh, I'm trying to remember how many years he played in total, but who am, who, who am he? Oh, it was terrible. It was terrible. 
and that's the uh, the 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 number one hater of the Golden State Warriors, Sir Charles Barkley. That's right. Why why was he such a hater of the Warriors? I, he just that's a rip. He was mad that they were an outside shooting team that that won a title. He swore that no team that ever primarily shot three pointers and didn't have a great inside game could ever win an NBA championship. And now they've won four. Oh, okay. So, right. you know, he's also getting his own talk show. Yeah. And you know, know what? He was actually a, a guest shark on shark tank. Yeah. But now he's going to be on a talk show, which I think he's going to put his foot in his mouth constantly. So, I'm not yeah. one of Charles Barkley's biggest fans. I, you know, I was a big fan of his when he was in Philadelphia because I yeah. thought he fought really hard. But once he started opening his mouth, um, I stopped yeah. being a fan. So it's one of those times <laughs> that, like, if he had just been quiet, he probably would have been. Um, he probably would have more fans than once he started opening his mouth. Well, that, not only that, but he was probably the guy who traveled the most, shooting his three pointers. That step back. Oh yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, <laughs> until, uh, at least until Harden, <laughs> Harden came around. Uh, so. Oh, yeah, that's true. But boy, I don't know, Barkley, it sure seemed like it was a lot clearer of a travel. Yeah. So when, when I look at no, it, it's like you just no, stop, then you just step back and put a plant his other foot and then shoot. <laughs> yeah. The, 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 you know, the, <laughs> Again, he was uh, one of the stars, so he got he got a little bit of uh, yeah. of beneficial treatment. But Dang. but uh, um, you know, again, as an announcer, you know, not as big a fan. No, no, he doesn't quite have the uh, panache that that that's needed. You know, so same thing with Shaq. There's just it's a little bit too with Shaq. It's a little bit too docile. You know, I'm thinking about when they have the uh, five guys sitting around, uh, you know, analyzing games. I mean, it's kind of fun that those two kind of go at each other. Oh, yeah, bit. yeah. No, they have had quite a few things back and forth. But uh, <laughs> um, uh, I had a, a quick topic I wanted to throw out there. Sure, go ahead. And that is a lady by the name of Timmy Stitch, who was known as Sonny for the WWE, was sentenced to 17 years in jail for a DUI uh, death that she caused. Ooh. After she got out of jail for a DUI, eight months later, she was four times the, the limit. Wow. 0.36. 0.036. How, do you, how can you even function at 0.36? Well, that's how you function at 0.36 is you drop into somebody in the that's how you function. And so she's gotten 17 years. She was known as the first WWE diva, you know, the first real, like, uh, uh, pretty girl that, that was, you know, involved in wrestling more for her looks than for her toughness. And, you know, he, he had uh, a, a uh, she was in love with this guy named Christian Dito, and she cheated on him. And when he found out he got so depressed, he committed suicide. And and what, what's, her name? What's, your, what's her name? Tammy Sitch. S-Y-T-C-H. And so and she'll so be, she's 50, she'll be out of jail when she's 67. Wow. That's, yeah. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah, you're right. Uh, she definitely had uh, some some decent looks while she was. Uh, I know, the, uh, and then and then she threw it all away for alcohol because of, of her depression. Right, it's another sad tale of what happens to some people when they get out of the spotlight. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah, you look at her now, and it's like yeah, not the same. No, of course she's a little older now. So. Speaking of, that's another thing I wanted to bring up. You know, yeah. it's not all that positive, but um, I, I watch a lot of cartoons, as you know, from when uh, we had uh, uh, Vern, uh, our pal over here, uh, yeah. uh, Vern Glenn. And there's a, a cartoon called Aqua Teen Hunger on Late at Night. And they had a guest star on their show, which was Sean Kemp. Huh? Do you remember Sean Kemp? Of course, yeah the uh, the man child. He is now he is now like four hundred pounds. No, in real life. Yes, you need to learn a picture of him. It's it's just amazing how he has eaten himself out of shape in a way that like looks like he wants to become a sumo wrestler. You know that that's sort of like um, uh, refrigerator Perry. Of course, he was a big guy to begin with. But, yeah, that's uh, the thing. Is, Mary was never in good shape. No, no, Sean was in phenomenal shape, you know, when he was yeah. under yeah. dunking and all that stuff. And I'm not trying to, 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 to cast versions to people who are overweight. I mean, I'm not perfect. I'm not, you know, a male model. But, but, I mean, to see someone go like that far out of shape, I couldn't recognize at first, I would thought, you know, the show was doing something to make them look black. And then, you know, I like looked at another picture of it. I was like, oh my God, I didn't recognize Wow. He's only like 54 yeah. years old. I know, I know. Yeah. I just can't understand how a professional athlete understands nutrition, that did have and, and was in really good shape. How you can let yourself go that much? What was he in jail for? It said that he was released from jail. Uh, I don't remember what what he was jailed for. I just know that he, as I said, uh, uh, he just put on a crazy amount of weight and is almost unrecognizable with you know what happens. So you know it's a tra tragedy for people that you know when they get out. And I've seen it happen to wrestlers too. But a lot of those guys were on steroids when they get off steroids, not working out, you know, it all to flat. Yeah, that's the thing is, you, yeah, you definitely have to uh, uh, continue at least working out. Um, or at least not eating like, like you know, you, it was going out of style. I mean, look at a guy like Dr. K. He's not going to get in and, and shoot hoops anytime soon, but he's still in pretty good shape. I mean, he's still thin and, and, and looks pretty good. And Jordan looks pretty good. Nobody stays in fighting shape. No, Listen, I, I'm, I'm 63, so I know what uh, I know what it what it's like to to get the old bones moving. <laughs> it's a, right, hey, you, can't eat, you can't eat, you know, uh, uh, eight eight Big Macs a day or something like no. that. No, I, I've that's, had to limit it down to six now. Yeah, <laughs> fifteen bucks a piece—that's going to be uh, pretty expensive. Yeah, that's another <laughs> issue. That's a completely different story. <laughs> um, just really quickly, one one last thing I had here is, uh, was a bit talk with basketball. So Greg Popovich grabs the mic, and this is you know this happened last week, and he's telling the fans to stop booing former Spurs Kawhi Leonard, who now plays with Clippers. So uh, 
I, I, I'm trying to remember if Kawhi, I mean, he was a favorite when he was with the Spurs. I'm guessing that he must have left on bad terms. I don't remember. But uh, the thing is, for a coach of the, you know, uh, to tell the fans to stop booing, it's like, really? I mean, that's, that's a legal would be like, we're better than that or whatever. And it's like, uh, you know what? The fans should be able to do whatever the fans want to do. I'm not, I'm not in favor of booing players in general, but I, I, I just think it's really weird to have a, a coach, you know, tell the fans. to. It's one thing when they're throwing things on the floor that, you know, that that's specific, but just to boo someone that happens all the time when a player comes back and, uh, you know, or so, so the whole the whole stadium doesn't like a player for whatever reason. And every time he touches the ball, that happened with Dray- Draymond Green. Every time he touched the ball, fans were booing. Now, it's well, not that he got traded. Yeah. As a pro wrestling fan, I can tell you mm-hmm. one thing. Whenever you tell an audience to stop booing, yeah, that's, that's going to do more. Way to guarantee they're going to boo you even more. Of course. Yeah. They, they people too. become, you know, infantile sometimes in the audience. And if you ever tell an audience what to do, they will yeah. usually turn on you and, you know, to start doing the exact opposite of what you tell them. So wait, how, does, how does that happen in, in wrestling? What do they tell the fans to, to stop booing a, a, a Yeah, a oh, I do that all the time as a manager. I would come into the <laughs> ring and I would tell everyone to quiet down and listen to what I have to say. And that would immediately <laughs> cause the fans <laughs> to start booing and saying, you suck. And making as much noise as humanly possible, which is really and, and what you, I wanted them to do. I know, I was say, and you loved every minute of it. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. And it's still something. In fact, I do want to make a quick mention that um, uh, six days ago was the anniversary of my friend's death, Mark Bison Smith. And, uh, you know, I do miss him a whole lot. And uh, he was a great wrestler and a guy that was headed for real greatness in, in the industry. And he had a heart failure and died at 41. Now, how much of how much of the because a lot of these guys are dying kind of early, and you know we we know wrestling has you know takes its toll on on the body. Is is, is there a lot of uh, have to do with steroid use? Mark never touched drugs. Okay, never so that's one guy. It was he knew that he had a defective heart valve um, because his grandfather died of the same thing, and he often talks about not thinking that he would live for very long. So he wow. tried to do most of it, you know. I mean, he was in perfect shape. I mean, he lo- he he was he looked like any of the huge wrestlers. But you know, that's another thing too is when you wrestle. Yeah, sometimes there's steroids as a part of it. A lot of times, guys are mixing pain drugs with alcohol, oh, yeah. and that's a huge issue. But sometimes it's just you're putting so much stress. And so much work. I mean, the way wrestlers work is that they really, you know, people say, well, they only play 15 minutes. You know, they only wrestle for 10, 15 minutes. But it's so intense. It puts your heart under so much strength. I mean, just, just think about like boxing, they're three minute rounds and they're just exactly. exhausted. Exactly. Yeah. They're eating. If you look at what a wrestler does in a 15 minute match, that's more than most football players get an entire football game of playing. I, 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 I definitely would agree with, on that. With uh, no timeouts, with no timeouts <laughs> and no uh, 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 switching of sides. You've just got to go in there and you've got to keep moving 
for well, that's why, uh, you know, like, not moving that's why people sometimes you have the, you know, when they get locked in a, in a headlock type thing, you know, that uh, they don't, fans don't let you do that anymore. You used to be able to do that in the 70s and 60s, but in from the 80s on out, if you did that, people started booing and saying boring. So, you know, uh, now these, okay. if you watch a modern match, they do not stop moving, they constantly are in motion, and you don't have wrestle. It's okay. good, hey, 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 stressful. Oh, hold on, we got to get to our last commercial break here. Okay, so playing in both the ABA and the NBA, I was the first player to spin Duke Whirls and provide monstrous acrobatic slam dunks for the fans. I made I my fame. I made my fame with the 76ers and won a championship in 1983. I was voted one of the top 50 players in history. I don't know why, but some people thought I was a physician. Who am yeah. I? Yeah. All right, stay with us. You already knew this one. Stay with us. Sports Econ 101 will be right back. Don't forget. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national healthcare alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-913-9739. 800-913-9739. That's 800-913-9739. If you're struggling to keep up with conversations, avoiding restaurants because you can't understand the waiter, if you've got the TV volume way, way up, then you really need these. These tiny but powerful little hearing aids are the Nano CIC Rechargeable, priced at only $297 for a full pair. And no, these are not simply amplifiers. These are ultra-high quality, ultra-reliable hearing aids, priced thousands less than other hearing aids. They fit right in your ear, nothing shows on the back of your ear, and at only $297 for a full pair. When you order today, Nano will give you a 45-day money-back guarantee. Order right now and Nano will give you a free portable charging case, and even ship them to you for free. Here's the number, call now. 800-278-1738-800-278-1738-800-278-1738 That's 800-278-1738. How would you like to publish and sell your own audiobook? Great stories deserve great storytelling. Audiobook Network provides professional voice actors and full production services for every author's manuscript. You'll choose from one of our many voice actors. Bring your story to life with audiobooks. Consumers are mobile these days, and having an audiobook helps authors reach a larger customer base, which increases book sales. From narration, production, and editing to distribution, promotion, and sales, Audiobook Network does it all for you. 
We hold your hand throughout the entire production process. We'll create an audiobook that you can be proud of. It doesn't cost or take as much time as you may think. In fact, for us, it's pretty easy. It's what we do. If you've got a published print book, ebook, or even a manuscript, give Audiobook Network a call right now and get our free audiobook guide. 800-514-0521. 800-514-0521. That's 800-514-0521. to Sports Econ 101. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Russell Jackman. Our third trivia question, uh, playing in both the ABA and NBA, because I, I still remember when the ABA had the uh, red, white, and blue ball. Red, white, yes. Yeah. Yes. He was the first player to spin, do whirls, and provide monstrous acrobatic dunk, slam dunks for the fans. One of my favorite players. Uh, who was this 76er? Uh, I was playing a uh, statistical basketball game and I actually was playing his card last night. And that's that's Dr. J. I was now. And and so Dr. J was you know, the one thing a lot of people forget about is in the ABA, he was averaging like eight or nine rebounds a game. He wasn't a small forward like he was in the NBA. Yeah. He was actually yeah, almost a mentor as far as his ability to rebound and to block a shot. Well, that, that was a good merger, just like uh, when the AFL and the NFL got together and said, you know what, let's just kind of put this all in. Really, I guess it was really the Jets that kind of, uh, you know, with Joe Namath kind of put them on the map to say, hey, wait a minute. Here's a question, question back to you. Here's a question, question back to you. Go ahead. Other than the Nuggets, name the other ABA team to win a title. In the NBA, uh, well, let's see. It wasn't the Atlanta Hawks, no. San no. Diego Clippers, uh, Cincinnati uh, Royals. No, no they were not. Give, give it to me, San Antonio. San Antonio, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, hey Russell, you ready for a very good question? I like that. Okay, here's our thoughts of the day. What happened to the turkey that got into a fight? He got the stuffing knocked out of him. Okay. And, uh, okay. And the logo, and this one's kind of interesting, the logo of the Royal New Zealand Air Force features the kiwi. Kiwi, which yes. Flight, which is a flightless bird. Yes. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Well, for the, how many for the times the New Zealand Air Force has had to do anything? Well, that's true. All right. Tune in next week to Sports Ecom 101. We'll be discussing sports topics from a business perspective and asking more sports trivia questions. Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm Edward Brown, your host. We'll see you next week. Adios. Go on.